It's time for Fed Talk, the live show for Feds in the Know. From federal agencies to Capitol Hill, the attorneys of Shaw, Bransford, and Roth bring in experts from across the federal community to bring you inside the issues. Fed Talk is meant to provide general information about legal issues. However, the views expressed in this program are not intended to provide legal counseling. Listeners are cautioned not to rely upon any statements made in resolving legal issues they may face, but instead to consult with their own attorney about specific situations. Attorneys are not engaged in providing legal services while appearing on the program and are not responsible in any manner for the consequences that may stem directly or indirectly from reliance on any statement made during this program. Good morning and welcome to Fed Talk. I'm your host, Julie Perkins, here today, and we have a great show with folks from the National Park Service. Um, Diego Contreras, he's a Conservation Legacy Fellow at National Headquarters here uh, for the National Park Service. Captain Sarah Newman is part of the um, Public Health Service, who's currently assigned to the National Park Service, and I think you've been assigned for... Since 2006, for quite a while, right? Yep, that's right. Um, And James Pierce, who's a park ranger and volunteer coordinator for the National Mall and Memorial Parks. And we're here to discuss how you can get involved with the National Parks this summer and to celebrate National Parks Week, which is going on um, this week and will be concluding, I believe, on Sunday. Um, So welcome to the show, and and thank you very much for your time today. It's a beautiful day, so I appreciate you... uh, Carvin, out your time to sit here in the in the radio station with me. So why don't we go around and if you could um, introduce yourselves and give a brief bio and explain um, what your role is at the National Park Service. Let's start over there with Diego. Hi, everybody. Uh, like you said, my name is Diego, and um, I started with the Park Service in California. I was a seasonal employee in uh, Kings Canyon. Um, I did trail maintenance. And uh, I'm in Washington now, and um, I'm a Conservation Legacy Fellow, and I work with the uh, National Coordinator for the Junior Ranger Program. And so I just help facilitate the program a little bit and uh, kind of bringing the Junior Ranger Program to the 21st century, aligning it with our uh, new digital strategies. And I'm here to talk about our uh, programs of the summer. Okay, great. Well, welcome. And Captain Dr. Sarah Newman. <laughs> you can call me Sarah Helen. Um, it's it's such a pleasure to be here, and I really appreciate it. Uh, I've been with the Park Service, and as you said, now for 10 years. Hard to believe. It's a, just a phenomenal place to work, to do public health. I'm a active duty commission corps officer in the United States Public Health Service, really uh, with a dual role responsibility to our director of the, of the Park Service and to our U.S. Surgeon General, Admiral Vivek Murthy, who's our uh, current Surgeon General, and uh, bringing... Uh, health to our parks in, in a variety of forms. One is protection, so ensuring that the water, wastewater, food systems uh, don't cause disease. And so I have a, a team of about 20 staff, mostly Commission Corps officers throughout the United States, inspecting those systems to ensure uh, they're working, operating correctly, maintained, and, and they, they serve 400 million people across the nation, so it's really wow. important. Um, we also do uh, prevention. So as you can imagine, with that many people, there's lots of opportunity for disease and a whole range of disease from zoonotic to vector-borne, you know, things like people are aware, Lyme disease, ticks that mm, cause disease, mm-hmm. uh, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, um, and uh, and a whole range of things that people wouldn't imagine, but hantavirus or dengue or tularemia or plague, some things people may have heard of or not have. But we're here to ensure 
that uh, if we find an issue, we stop it. Uh, we send out a team of officers who will be there to prevent it and to address it as, as quickly as possible. That's probably why you don't hear a lot about it in the news, because we've got a great team out there. I think you just said the plague, right? I did say the plague. <laughs> oh my. So okay. it, is, it is in some parts of our nation endemic uh, wow. in, in our wildlife. Um, and when wildlife had disease, there's interaction with humans, and, mm-hmm. and we can be a victim of those diseases. So it's just a reality. Um, fortunately, you don't hear a lot about it, but it is out there. And it sounds very, very scary, which it is. But, you know, fortunately, we have had very few cases of that. Uh, you're, you're much more at risk driving your car <laughs> too fast. <laughs> than... Thank you. I felt like we had to circle back on that when you threw that in the plague. Uh... <laughs> correct, correct. So, you know, safe swimming and safe driving. The third thing that we do in our office, which, which is exciting and is, is sort of the icing on the cake, is promotion. So we, we see our parks as a resource for health, and I'm excited to talk to you about that today and with my esteemed colleagues here to, to promote that. Okay, great. James. Uh, yes, uh, thank you for having me. It's an honor and a privilege to be here. Uh, my name is Park Ranger James Pierce. I'm a very unique park ranger. As uh, Four years ago, I wasn't a park ranger at all. I was a 31 Bravo. I was a military police officer. I was injured in the war in Afghanistan, and I was brought through a program called Operation Warfighter. Um, it's where they take injured service members, and they place them into government entities. So I was the very first one placed at National Mile Memorial Parks, and they made me the volunteer coordinator. So I've been scheduling groups for about four years, and it's going pretty well. Oh, wow. You were the first one placed at, at, uh, the, at the National Mall and Memorial Park. Uh, were you one of the earlier classes? I was the very first uh, placement. So oh, 16. overall. Yes, ma'am. Oh, wow. um, 65 people were placed nationwide, and I was the first. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I'm sure they are very fortunate that you are working. Uh, I enjoy it down at the mall because I, I live here in D.C. It's a, it's a lovely area. And um, do you patrol it, or would so we what see I, you spotting, uh, driving around, or um, walking around? Yes, so you'll see me out with big groups. I take groups anywhere from five to almost 400, and I sign them group volunteer projects all throughout the mall. Um, Typically area beautification projects like putting down mulch, planting flowers, and painting park benches. Well, it looks fabulous, and Mm -hmm. I think the resodding is is really just been a big hit. Um, And I know you're going to talk about uh, volunteer uh, volunteering at the Park Service, and I've been told to not promote too much the... National Mall, because they have more than enough volunteers, which is not a big surprise. So we're going to um, focus on the other needs of around uh, D.C. and nationally um, where those parks need those volunteers. Um, so we'll, we'll look forward to that conversation uh, later on in the show. Um, Diego. Yes. Junior Rangers. Yes. And now, how long has this Web Rangers been around? Uh, Web Rangers has been around since 2007. <sighs> okay. I just, I just learned about when I was doing research for the show, and I thought it looked really kind of fun, interactive. Um, but why don't you uh, tell us about Junior Rangers, because I know there was a Junior Ranger Day this week. Yeah. So uh, first off, you know, explore, learn, and protect. It's uh, the Junior Ranger motto. And it's uh, recited by children all around the country and uh, each taking an oath uh, on their own to protect parks, to continue uh, to continue to learn about the parks and to share their own uh, ranger story with uh, friends and family. And uh, so the MPS Junior Ranger program is an activity based program and it's uh, conducted in almost 400 of our national park units. 
And it's an opportunity uh, to join the National Park Service family as uh, junior rangers. And um, the model sort of uh, captures the process of stewardship building um, from awareness and learning about the parks and their stories and for caring for them. And uh, it's an excellent example to engage youth in historical, cultural, and natural areas. And um, like you said, the uh, this week is uh, National Park Week, and uh, National Junior Ranger Day was on uh, April 15th. And it's an entire day of uh, special events and activities, um, you know, so just hiking with a park ranger, um, interacting with volunteers, um, you know, even discovering the past and its secrets and archaeological digs in uh, certain parks. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I saw the listing. Uh, bats is always mentioned. I guess people love to learn about, the kids love to learn about bats. Yeah, so uh, each park has its own uh, Junior Ranger booklet. <laughs> and uh, the cool thing about the Junior Ranger program is that each park uh, can sort of develop its own booklet independently. And so um, each par- each Junior Ranger experience in every park is completely different. And so... So if you're um, just an individual like family and not part of a school or you know, a youth group of some kind, you just call up the nearest park and ask them about their junior ranger program? How do, how do you go about getting involved? Yeah, uh, so, um, you know, right now, I guess park experiences kind of start online. You know, when families are planning their visits, they go online, they go to the park website. Um, you can download the junior ranger booklet from their website before you go, or you can call their visitor center and see if they have one. Um, they should be free, although some parks charge a little bit, but, you know, it's like $3, you know, $1.50. And uh, the great thing about the Junior Ranger program now is that it's uh, inter intergenerational program. It's like family based, so it's not just for the you know for kids. It's for the whole family uh, to learn about the program and about the park. And um, you know, after you complete some activities, um, and each book is uh, has certain activities for different youth levels. Um, you go and you do your oath with a park ranger, and uh, you get a little badge or a patch. And I think that's really like what behind. Like, Sort of the cool thing about it is that every park has a different badge. Oh, neat. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know if you've seen online, but there's some kids with these vests that just have these gold badges off from, you know, from almost all the parks. Yeah, the patches so, people collect. and Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, we just finished the Centennial uh, booklet. And so um, I'm still sending out badges to the kids, families, um, you know, seniors. Everybody wants the. It's like, it's like a, a collectible. So um, I'm not sure if you mentioned it. How long have we had Junior Rangers? Uh, the Junior Rangers uh, since the 1930s. Wow. Uh, so the first one was in uh, Yosemite, and um, that sort of picked up. Um, Sequoia uh, was next, and it just kind of became a national phenomenon. And, and uh, yeah, now we have them in over 400 of our parks. So I imagine units. you have, like, families where the parents were Junior Rangers, and then they bring their kids in or their grandkids in. And... Yeah, it's been really nice. Uh, with the Centennial booklets that went out to all the parks, um, you know, I still receive... Uh, the booklets with letters, uh, with with exactly that. Just parents telling me that you know they did the program, and uh, grandparents telling me that uh, that they remember when it first started at at at, at Yosemite and um, and Yellowstone, and uh, now they're getting their grandkids in, and uh, it's really nice. I get pictures, and I have them all over my cubicle. <laughs> oh wow, what a great job you have! It's fun. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to take a real short break right now. Um, you're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM, and we'll continue our discussion after this break and a word from our sponsor. 
Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Um, during our break, we were just continuing the discussion on the Junior Rangers. That it, I think a lot of people were unaware that it has been a program um, that has been uh, since the 30s. And that's just phenomenal and fantastic. And um, I, I just, uh, I, I'm like wondering why my parents didn't make me a Junior Ranger. Um, we didn't, obviously, uh, they didn't. Look at that program. <laughs> Not too late. Another thing I'm going to put on the list of things to talk to them about. <laughs> exactly. It's not too late. You can become a junior ranger. That's the great thing about it. Oh, okay. So it's uh, ages 5 to 13 plus kids that like... Anyone young at heart. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll become a junior ranger then. And I can strike that off of my grievance list. So um, <laughs> volunteering, James, how can people get involved? I get emails and they're usually organized groups like... Um, like my scuba dive shop is going to go uh, clean up part of uh, Rock Creek um, or my neighborhood association. But how do individuals just um, find um, a volunteer program that, you know, isn't part of something organized through an already um, established group that they belong to? Yes, so a group or an individual can go to volunteer.gov and find specifically where they live and find the park near them. Uh, You simply fill out the online application and what you would like to do, and it will link you up with a volunteer coordinator at that specific park. So this online application, how much information do you have to provide the government? Um, Just basic, did they run um, background checks or? For whenever you're working with small children, yes. Um, But for generic Volunteer projects is putting down mulch. No, you just simply okay. uh, check the box. Okay, so it's not going to be a really long process. Um, I believe, like the the National Zoo, they the Smithsonian, they they kind of have a long application process because you're dealing with children there. Um, but for general volunteering in the in the parks, um, you can just fill out the form, and then you'll hear back from the park that you sort of earmarked as something to be interested in volunteering or. Yes, that's correct. Uh, what they'll fill out is called a 301A, and once they finish the application, uh, that'll submit it to the uh, park volunteer coordinator. From mm-hmm. there, they'll reach back out to the individual and, and get them linked up. Okay. So um, if you're interested in, in like cleaning up the bay or water or the caves, or you can just go online and find whatever park you think would be really cool, or doing gardening, mulch, um, would be really cool to sort of target your interest in and do they have like wide variety of tasks typically at these parks that maybe you could be doing one thing one day and another thing another day or yes uh for my park it for example um we did roughly around 200 projects last year and had almost wow. seven thousand people 
but almost every day we did a little bit something different. Whereas you're putting down mulch, you're you're painting fences, um, we're planting tulips, you name it, and we do it. What's your um, cross section? Why have have you found out why people um, volunteer? Is it age groups? Is it retirees or? So we have groups that uh, come in for birthday parties. You have corporate days of service. Mm -hmm. uh, we work with some of the high profiles like John Deere, REI, um, and then just a groups of people that want to come in and give back to their community. And as I understand it, we were talking um, before the show, you don't have to um, commit to the minimum is maybe a few hours. That is correct. And then you could actually sign up for like once a month or you know, every few months, whatever fits into your schedule. It sounds like the park service is pretty flexible. They'll just take the warm body and, and put, them, put them to work, right? That is correct, yes. Wow. Okay, so volunteer.gov, and, and we were all talking before the show, apparently Interior has grabbed that website, um, and it's just volunteer.gov and um, um, forestry and park service and a few other uh, organizations. I think the Army Corps. Yeah, is Army it? Corps, USGS. Um, no, actually, also. yeah, so, but, but obviously you guys want to be, um, going to your national park to volunteer cause that's the, that's the show, but, um, you just go there and look for the nearest park or whatever floats your boat on interest wise and, um, try it out. You said you got 7,000 people last year. Yes. Wow. And are, are they going to, do you get like a new crop or do you see the same old faces year after year? Cause you've been doing this for how many years? About four years. So typically I, I see the same uh, companies come in. They can only really give me about three hours of service, but I also have reoccurring groups like the American Legion that come in twice a month um, to clean and wash the, uh, the war memorials. How do you wash the war memorials with like just regular water or? Are there... well, yeah. Just a little bit of soap and water and a sponge. Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked there. <laughs> they look great um, for for those of us that live in the D.C. area, and 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 we get um, for those of you who uh, live elsewhere. I'm sure you have been to D.C. and um, walked the mall and saw all the wonderful um, monuments down there. That that's James's work and his volunteer corps. Um, so, what time do you start? Do you just like this is not a 7 a.m. kind of deal, is it? Yes, it is. So <laughs> <laughs> some of the earlier projects, um, we have a wall washing program that comes in at 6 a.m. in the morning, oh. and they wash the Vietnam Veterans Memorial, then also Korean War Memorial. So those groups will come in at 6 a.m. and wash those. And then our typical day starts from 9 a.m. to noon, and that's whenever uh, the corporations will come in and basically help me out. Weekends, weekdays? Yes. Uh, so our operating hours are Tuesday through Saturday, um, but we try to accommodate all wishes if available. Okay. Because most people, unless you're doing it as part of some sort of corporation or, or you're in school or retired, um, you'd, you'd pick that Saturday to go. You must have a large group on Saturdays come in. Yes, we do. And we also have a, a core of 300 individuals that pretty much volunteer almost 40 hours a week. So that's basically their full-time job. That's amazing. Oh, wow, that is amazing. And um, since you're at or almost at capacity, we don't want to turn away um, people interested. Uh, um, how, how how do you get people to go to the parks that um, aren't as I don't know, famous or popular? 
Um, how, how do people, other than just going to volunteer.gov, how does the volunteer group from, from the Park Service get people's awareness up on, on the need for the other parks? So I'll reach out whenever we get beyond capacity to the volunteer coordinators within the region and ask for assistance. And depending on where the group is coming in from, it's sometimes it can be a very easy segue. So, so you talk cross-nationally, like um, people that you, uh, volunteer coordinators in other areas say, hey, we really need some help. And then maybe you sort of uh, strongly suggest the volunteers go work at a particular park that's not like the National Mall or Gettysburg or, you know, the ones that everyone, you know, Yellowstone, I, I mean, you know, the, the, the big, the big ones, you know, um, Rock Creek is, I imagine, also full of volunteers because that's a very well-known park in this area. But there's a lot of other parks. Um, I mean, I was going through the list for the Junior Rangers. I was trying to figure out the ones that were in this area. They're, they're everywhere uh, nationwide. But then I was like, where's this park, you know, in, in Virginia? And so um, for anyone interested in volunteering and maybe making a difference at at certainly a, a park that um, um, could really use the volunteer um, services probably a little more than uh, than the mall. Um, although we want to keep those people coming, I don't want to I don't want to lose your your volunteer base. But um, go to volunteer.gov and is it just you can click by state or yes, you click by state and then um, click by park. Okay, and then if you're interested in particular like. Um, like water cleanup, is it subject matter also or not yeah, so, so much? On 301A, you'll find different opportunities. Um, you just kind of click which one you would uh, like to participate in. Wow, sounds very user-friendly. There's really no reason to not um, go and uh, at least look at the site and see if you guys can uh, give a few hours. I have, I told them before the show started, I'm feeling a little guilty. I turned down the uh, the I did not respond back to my dive shops like we're going to clean up rock creek and so now i'm going to go look at volunteer.gov and see mm -hmm. see what i can do in the next uh, couple months while the weather's beautiful here in dc and um so you got one more volunteer uh and maybe i can get some people in my office too because i know that they're listening right now and i hope they're feeling a little guilty that they haven't volunteered um at the park service uh, so you you were in the army and then you went through the program at Park Service, and um, now you're here. You're just going to be a, uh, you're going to be the ranger. This is your calling, huh? Yes, it's uh it's been an honor and a privilege. I guess one thing I like to do is I like to relate my military service to community service. And what I like to tell my volunteers, especially working at National Mall Memorial Parks, because we have some of the most iconic war memorials mm -hmm. in the nation. Um, so many people have, have given so much for this great country, and not only about volunteering, they're volunteering for the National Park Service. They're volunteering to give back to the community, but they're, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I lost it. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, there's a, there's a program that, um, like, the mission continues, and I know if people that are uh, have been in the military or currently in the military want to look at um, just Google the mission continues and there's a really nice program set up where um, they can engage and volunteer in the various parks around the country. Uh, well, mostly on the East Coast, but I imagine they'll find you work um, around the country for those of you who are not 
on the East Coast um, and in the military. So, um, and it was really, um, I read an article from a, uh, I guess, a, a Marine veteran who um, very much enjoyed working at the um, the parks uh, related to, uh, you know, the, the wars and talking to civilians and, and really kind of connecting with people that may be not part of the military or don't have a military family member and, and do not, um, haven't had that personal experience. So, so for those of you who want to do volunteer, there's a, there's, there's a wide variety depending on your own background, um, those in the military and then just um, the regular uh, civilian workforce can go to volunteer.gov. Um, we are ready for our next break. I'm getting the signal. And so we'll be right back. This is Fed Talk. And um, now a word from our sponsors. Thank you. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. If you're a federal manager, you deal with a lot of information. Here's a tip on breaking through the noise. Join the Federal Managers Association to have a voice on Capitol Hill. And to get filtered news and information specific to managing your workforce, join the 50,000 other federal managers who already subscribe and read the free weekly e-report, fedmanager.com. I'm Todd Wells, Executive Director of the Federal Managers Association, and I approve this message. Welcome back. Uh, you're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. And today we're featuring a discussion about national parks and how you can get involved um, this summer. I think while we were on our break, um, we were um, we were just discussing the amount of volunteers that the Park Service um, already has. And what was the number again? 300 million. Wow. Over 300 million volunteers. Wow. Well, um, let's hope that everyone else listening that isn't already a volunteer will want to join. It, um, I think you'll find, at least when I was um, clicking around, it's very user-friendly. Whoever is in charge of interiors, sort of web pages, they've done a great job, and uh, Park Service. And um, it was um, really easy to find a park nearby you, and then also maybe that might have grabbed your interest in terms of um, the I don't want to say theme of the park, but you know you can you can go work with the caves or or um, deal with the bats, um, deal with the Chesapeake Bay, which always could be uh, use some work. Um, at least in the local area, that's where I was looking. So let me I'm, correct: three hundred million visitors, three hundred thousand volunteers. Oh, three hundred thousand. Okay. <laughs> that's the number of right. visitors <laughs> and they, we consider them volunteers because well, right. they're coming they're, right. they're stewards and hopefully they're picking up uh, <laughs> and, and trash when they see it so everyone is a volunteer I like that uh, attitude yes. um, so I wanted to um, turn to the Park RX um, which is in its second year and um, I think is part of National Park Week and um, is Sunday 
if I recall, or it is it Saturday? Is. It is, and Parker X is a movement that actually started about five or so years ago. But oh, okay. last year was the first Parker X Day, which fell on the last day of National Park Week. And it was an opportunity to recognize that parks really are a resource for health. And uh, the doctors uh, are actually prescribing parks to their patients. They're actually prescribing time and green space as a, a way of addressing health ailments, mm-hmm. whether it's attention deficit disorder or chronic other chronic diseases or obesity. Um, and they're seeing, at least anecdotally right now, true impacts of that prescription in exciting ways. So it's been so, you know, doctors don't always collect data and do analysis. They're working with patients. What we're trying to do is capture the data now, but we're seeing that the literature shows uh, that Connecting with outdoors and just having a window in your office, seeing green space is good for you. And one thing that's great about parks is, you know, they're great places to serve, to volunteer, to enjoy, to connect with nature and your historic, you know, your, your culture and your history. But they're also good for you. They, right. they improve health. And so it's very exciting to have a program like Parker X where we can support it. We know we have about 10 Parker X programs in the United States throughout the, the nation. Um, that are formal Parker X programs where doctors and clinicians are prescribing parks. Uh, there are many more even outside parks. And, and a doctor doesn't have to prescribe a national park. It, right. it could be, you know, in their community. It, it's a local park. Uh, but but it's very exciting. And so Sunday there are a number of activities going on in Greenbelt, uh, CNO Canal, or, yeah, I think CNO Canal, uh, Great Falls, uh, here at National Mall in, in James's Park, there's a Parker X event where they're doing yoga, tai chi, hiking. Um, doctors will be out there talking to, to folks. Uh, they'll have information. It's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, you know, exercise and walking doesn't have to be onerous. It doesn't have to be, oh, I got to exercise. It should be fun. We should enjoy it. And, you know, there's a reason to. 70% of, of Americans are, are overweight or obese. And right. 93% of our time we spend indoors. So getting outdoors is is really really important. Our Surgeon General has, you know, has communicated this again and again. You know, he has a call to action on walking, get out and walk. Right. Remind us again who the Surgeon General is. So our Surgeon General is uh, Vice Admiral or Doctor uh, Vivak Murthy, M U R T H Y. He's an amazing man who's a doctor. He's our nation's doctor, and he's so articulate, so articulate, and so. Uh, uh, wise and he's very he's young so he and he used a lot of social media to communicate and his priorities are are currently the secretary's priorities obesity mental health and opioid addiction these are three really frightening problems in our nation they really are concerning but we can find an anecdote right here in national parks to address all of them really park prescription can you be an overdose? Can you overdose outside? <laughs> Maybe if you're not wearing suntan. Yeah, yeah I, I might have done that a few times. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But we can we can manage those right, those right, right. Yeah, no, I, I um I, when I was looking at Park RX Day um on your site, there's like eight reasons to get outdoors, and I found myself nodding. I mean, it can improve your mood. I'm like, yes, it does improve my mood, and and it's good to feel like sort of semi-tired after, you know, a little hike or, or a walk. And, and it there's um, there's a zen feeling sometimes you get when you're um, the only one walking along a path and it's all quiet except for nature. And um, it's really beautiful and it really is calming. So I can 
my own personal experience, um, both physically and mentally, it just recharges you and yeah. makes you feel a little more focused on, on things. So You're absolutely right. I mean, we like to say you may not get Wi-Fi in the parks, but you will get a connection. And um, it is so good for you. And, oh, you know, that's as, a good line. Right? That's a great you know, line. You, many of us have kids mm-hmm. and or, or even spouses or, or friends. And, and that time when you're really tense indoors dealing with something, have you ever just gone outside, either in the rain or in the snow? You mm-hmm. know, just get outside and walk around the block, how that changes your perspective. If you haven't, try it. When your kid's having a temper tantrum, they're not doing their homework, <laughs> right. they're agitated, They're just try it. Take their hand, say, we're going outside. They're going to fight you on it if it's cold. If it, I do it with my kid. We go around the block, and their whole attitude changes. It's just a walk around the block. It's connecting with outdoors. Mm-hmm. It's walking. It's just good for you. So Yeah, especially with kids with all that excess energy that sometimes comes out in, in an emotional outburst. You know, getting the hiking and walking and um, can release it in other ways and then calm them down a little bit. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, I now you mentioned there was ten formal programs. Right. With so, what is that all about? So they're very, you know, they vary. Uh-huh. An example is right here in Washington D.C. So Dr. Robert Czar is actually an advisor to the National Park Service as well, and has provided input and advice on Parker X. But uh, Dr. Czar has a program here in D.C. He started, I guess, five six years ago called Park RX D.C. And he prescribes parks to his patients through Unity Healthcare as well as his colleagues. He's a pediatrician. And he saw the benefits that were so striking to him when he prescribed parks to his patients that he said, you know, I really need to make this formal. I'd like to expand this. And he's not the only one. There are doctors throughout the nation who have, have, have seen the benefits of this. I mentioned him. He's right here in D.C. I know him well. Um, and he's really in, attempting to expand this widely. Uh, and again, we're working now to collect the data to really see the what we call the biometrics. You know, that is what has changed in your health. So he sees it when he sees uh, youth that come in obese, and he suggests how they change their lifestyle and getting outdoors more. And then he sees them later, and the changes are significant. Or a child with a te- attention deficit disorder who just can't focus. Right. And he says, "What do you?" He asks the parents, "What do you do?" On the weekends, well, we're mostly inside of watching movies. He said, all right, well, you know Rock Creek is right around the corner. <laughs> You're going to go three hours a weekend. Said, really? So it's with the parents, too. The mom came back there for three months, and she was she was like, you've changed my life. You've changed all of our lives. Wow. My daughter now concentrates. She's not having fits. She, now, what's the science behind it? That's important to know. But when a doctor sees that kind of result with medication mm-hmm. or with a prescription to Parks, mm-hmm. he or she is very excited and then does it more so it's really caught on and the programs as i said vary from from area to area but the idea is the same it's evaluating your patient for their need mm-hmm. clearly if they need medication they need it but what else can you do to ensure they get that connection to the outdoors whether it's for as you said a, a renewal mental renewal a connection a social connectedness uh, or physical uh, right it activity. feels good to like hike around. I I, I do Rock Creek because it's just right near my my neighborhood. So um, even just the small little up down. I mean, I'm not doing a mountain, but um, but it does feel good at the end to go. Oh yeah, I kind of like work some muscles that have been you know sitting in a chair for all all week long. So yeah. um, 
Yeah, that's fabulous. And I saw James was nodding his head when you mentioned the mall activity. Are you going to be there for the Park RX? Because you, you were nodding, oh, yeah, the Tai Chi program and the yoga program. So you, so they can expect to see you there down on the mall? Not on Sunday, no. He'll be in church. He knows of the program. <laughs> And is it open to basically anyone? It's free. Um, mm-hmm. It's open to anyone. I'm going to be there. Okay. In fact, we have uh, guests that we invited from Columbia, the nation, the country, uh, oh, wow. Columbia, because we're starting a program with Columbia to do a sister National Park Service Healthy Parks, Healthy People program. Mm-hmm. Uh, about five years ago, the Park Service adopted the Healthy Parks, Healthy People program, which is run by one of my staff, um, to just do this, introduce parks as a health resource. And the Columbia government wanted to do the same thing. So we have a sister program we're starting. They're going to come and visit our parks and learn about what oh, we're doing. Oh, fabulous. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's really cool. And, um, you know, as you know, we have a lot of people who speak Spanish here. And so there's a lot of materials in Spanish. Everyone's welcome. Uh, it's it's just a phenomenal way to live. And there's no federal government, I don't think, mission that anyone loves more than our national parks. Find me that person and I'll be surprised, and I'll change them around. I'll take them and walk around the park, and they'll change. <laughs> but it's exciting, I think, for us, for my colleagues and me, to, to work in an agency where what we're doing, we really believe in, and we really care about it, and is good for us. You know, you 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 all are sort of the rock stars of the of the federal government because you're right. Everyone loves the Park Service, and um, um, America's best idea. It really is pretty amazing. And when you see pictures of um, parks that I haven't visited yet, I'm like, oh, I really got to go there. Because the beauty that is preserved um, by the Park Service is um, sort of reminds you why this country is just so phenomenal, you know. You're right. So you're right. it's just. Um, Every time I go to a park, um, I get these chills, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's. You know, I remember one time I went with the chief ranger, sort of the chief ranger, the head of the all the chief rangers, to uh, Mount Rushmore. And she pointed up, the first time I'd been there, she pointed up mm. to, for me to look at it, and I was looking in the wrong place. I, I didn't see it, you know, somehow. And then when I turned my head and saw it, tears poured out of my eyes. Mm. And she said, I didn't think you'd seen it that first time. <laughs> every park I go to. I Crazy just, Horse. That oh, is amazing. Oh, that's amazing. That's not a national park, but it is amazing. Right. No, I was it just is, thinking it's right near Rushmore. It, it's yeah. beautiful. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I, right. So you, they a, haven't given it over? They're no, still working no, on privately. it? privately. I don't yeah. even know if they're working on that, but it's yeah. privately. Yeah, the family. Right. That, the family. Uh-huh. You got the story. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but any park you go to, it doesn't matter if you go here, yeah. Great Falls. When I go and you watch the kayakers going down, holy cow. Um, Shenandoah, I, you know, you can walk right here in this area, Rock Creek. There's so many areas where you can walk and just be so grateful that our country was so wise to mm-hmm. protect these beautiful places for us to enjoy. It's, I agree. I agree. It is pretty amazing. And, um, we're very fortunate, at least in this area to have so many parks nearby, um, even down to like the CNO, you know, going through where I was like, oh yeah, G- GW Parkway. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I guess it, technically, I know if you speed, you'll get pulled over by the feds. So it is a federal land. It is the Park <laughs> Service. I, I I learned that growing up. I'm like, no, you don't want to. I like get. to think that you know those tickets are just donations to the. <laughs> yeah. so. But what's nice. unique about it is those parkways are very different than normal roads. They don't have lights. Right. You know they they are set up to ensure that animals and wildlife mm-hmm. can can uh, go across. They don't have gates. So, you know, you need to be safe. You need to drive at the speed limit, and that's why. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we, you know, slow people down. 
And they're pretty. I mean, they're not they're ugly beautiful. roads. Yeah. They're beautiful. I mean, people, be careful. Keep your eye on the road. But, you know, they are beautiful places that um, are protected for a reason. You know, there's mm-hmm. wildlife that reproduce there, and they need to cross the streets to get to the other. To the male has to get to the female. Right. Now that is. Right, right, right. Now, now that's all a reminder from all those folks coming in from the suburbs to D.C. You, you have to protect the wildlife as you go through because we take those parkways for granted, you know, the Baltimore, Washington, and GW, and you're right. There's a lot of wildlife yeah. uh, in that area. So I think we're about to um, take our final break and stop to hear from our sponsor, and, and then when we, we'll turn, we'll wrap up our discussion. You're listening to Fed Talk. On Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM, and we're entering our last segment of the show. Um, We were just saying off air that the Park Service, I think, is one of the reasons why our um, government officials in Congress um, um, start getting their act together and um, passing budgets, because when when the, the Park Service is threatened to be shut down, America tends to go, wait a second. Um, so thank you for that as well, because you force Congress to cooperate and, and actually do things. So, <laughs> so that's another side benefit to the Park Service. I did want to touch on there is one um, um, event coming up, and it's the total solar eclipse. Does anyone, anyone have familiarity with that? And I want totality, to- yeah. Well, I'm actually helping out working on a junior ranger book for totality. And, um, we're, totality? Yeah, we're going to uh, totality. Okay. So, it's going through, so tell me about it. Uh, a few national parks. Um, I think we and the DMV are going to get about 80% um, totality. So we don't have to go that far uh, to look. But, um, you know, this junior ranger book, we're uh, partnering with uh, the Planetary Society, which is uh, Bill Nye's um uh, program. Oh, Bill Nye's uh, science guy. Yeah, and so they're helping fund the, helping us fund the, the booklet a little bit. And each booklet will have uh, some glasses to safely look at the uh, eclipse. And um, so far, I've seen the, the the design. I've worked with our coordinator to um, you know make sure our standards are are set. And uh, it looks really fun. And uh, so, so you're you're gonna the kit's gonna provide the the safety glasses that you it, need. Yeah. So we're sending them out to a. To most of the parks that are on the mm-hmm. totality path, I wish I had uh, a list of them, but I do not. Well, I I actually have um, a, a list, and you're right. DC is only at eighty one percent, but so like, great. I mean, uh, is it? Is it? Is it going to be worth? Yeah. Is it worth me going outside? No, I'll, I'll go take a look at it. Um, but like Oregon, I guess is getting a hundred percent, and Nebraska and Wyoming. Great Smokies. Uh, yeah, National at uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and Columbia, Missouri. Uh, oh, Charleston, South Carolina. That's a lovely city. Um, what I heard in the office um, this week was that I guess all the park campgrounds are already like reserved. Um, 
So for those of us who don't plan a year in advance for these events, don't go. Don't go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Grand Teton is like at already a capacity, and, and they've Grand been Teton. and they've been there for a while. That is another beautiful park. Um, okay, so everyone uh, everyone's been reserved where they're going to get, but eighty percent is still for those of us in the DC area. It's going to be almost. I mean, it'll be almost there, right? Yeah. Um, now we had one in twenty ten, I think, um, or thereabouts. Um, was why is this such a big deal? Um, you know, well, because it's a full t totality. And, okay. Um, you know, it's going to go through the continental United States. Okay. You know, from Oregon all the way down. And the other, oh, I see. Yeah. Right. And um, it's so from West Coast to East Coast. West Coast to East Coast, and of what I looked in the Junior Ranger book, you know, you know, I mean, a lot of things change. Um, you know, and we're working on um, not just visually, but you know, through all your senses. You know, uh, sounds change, you know, animals quiet down for a little bit. And uh, there's just a lot oh, more wow. natural things that happen. And, um, you know, it's a big deal. Okay. So if I um, decide to become the junior ranger, since I feel a little deprived, um, I could get one of those books for the, um, if I went to the right park. If you go to the right park, yeah. But okay. you should go early because it's <sighs> only a, a limited number. Okay. Yeah, D.C., it's going to hit at 242. Uh, it's down to the science folks that they know exactly, probably down to the second. They have not provided me that information. But um, they know exactly when we're going to have the totality. Um, and I, I see your point about it hitting all, most of the continental U.S., so that is exciting. Uh, hopefully we'll have a good day and everyone can see it. Um, and if you don't... Um, I imagine if you want to know what kind of um, special eyewear, because you have to protect your eyes, um, you can go to Park Service and they'll tell you how to. Isn't there a way to make a, a homemade kind of little? Yeah, I, I don't know the hand gesture, yeah. but I know there is a way where, yeah. where you can see. <laughs> but if you go online, you'll find it. I sort of it. vaguely remember that. I wasn't a junior ranger, but I remember learning as a kid how to protect your eyes to be able to look at the eclipse. But um, so We're going to have that the, that that booklet online with uh some other of our of our national booklets and um so you can download it and uh, print it out and uh yeah okay well thank you mm -hmm. that's exciting um so we, we've got a few minutes left and i thought maybe i'd give you one more pitch about volunteer.gov and then i'll go to sarah on the rx so um so have you talked to um is there anything in the D.C. area, like certain parks that you know may um, need volunteers that maybe aren't as um, popular? Um, I think offline someone was saying they came down from New York to volunteer at the National Mall because of the, the impact of some of those um, memorials. So um, is there, are there parks that you know right now or um, that, that need volunteers um, that don't habitually get a full capacity? All parks need volunteers. There you go. That's a great answer. Um, <laughs> you have some smaller ones like Anacostia and okay. the Rock Creek Park, um, the surrounding ones right here that could uh, always use a little extra help. Okay. That's right. The Anacostia, they have this cleanup program, and they've made the, the river actually look um, really fabulous. If you, for, for those of us who've been here for a long while, it used to be kind of a polluted um, trash-filled river and um, the cleanup program and I think getting rid of plastic bags in general um, or, or limiting them um, has helped that that river so um, so for those of us in the DC area you know 
He's got plenty, but check in with National Mall if that is if there's an emotional tie. Obviously, they're not going to turn away volunteers. No, we'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, look at elsewhere in Virginia, D.C. I, I I saw parks listed all over the place. So um, be sure to go on and and find your interest. And who knows, a few hours on a weekend, you may turn into one of those three hundred core volunteers that go 40 hours a week once you retire or win the lottery or, or, or are able not to work. So um, one last thought about sure. the health of the parks. I mean, that, that it's, that's a fascinating topic. It is. And, and the Parker Rex Day again on Sunday, um, there are 65 events throughout uh, in 26 states throughout the United States, including D.C. and, and Puerto Rico even. Mm-hmm. In the D.C. area, uh, in D.C. here, we've got uh, events in President's Park. Lincoln Park, Rock Creek Park, the National Mall. We've got uh, events in Maryland and Greenbelt Park, in Rock Creek Regional Park, which spans uh, obviously Maryland and, or D.C. and Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Virginia, you've got Prince William Forest Park, Great Falls, Shenandoah. Oh. They're closing the road down for bikes. It's very unusual. In Shenandoah? Yeah, you can take your bike there and don't oh, yeah, worry about cars. Big bike ride. So that's huge. Theodore Roosevelt Island. Uh, is having a park around. Oh, I love that Beautiful. island. I mean, no one goes there. I go there um, every weekend. I love it's, it. Yeah. it I, I mean, it. I love the fact that no one, I mean, yes. it's, yeah, it's, it's, you're in the middle of the city and you have tourists everywhere and they don't know about Theodore Roosevelt. George Washington and Thomas Jefferson walked on that island. Pardon? Uh, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson walked really? on the island. What? Yeah. It was a place where uh, the first um, African American uh, unit in the Civil War trained. What? Crazy. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And can you get that information? Like, when From I was last there, at, uh... it, I guess you can go to the go to the ranger. But I mean, it's like so undeveloped in terms of like. Um, I guess you can find someone to tell you all that information. Oh, there's a ranger that does tours oh. on Roosevelt Island, and you can look it up. I've been on him. Yeah, that's, he, that's he how I learned every, it. Every nine o'clock, he's a volunteer, and about nine o'clock, ten o'clock, he does tours, and it's he's oh, great. I didn't know he that knows they... all. It tells you all about the plants and the invasive species and. The history, yeah, and then you can walk by, and there's Theodore Roosevelt waving. Big monument, it's uh-huh. beautiful. Yeah, um, so that they'll have an event this weekend as well as Harper's Ferry. Oh, that's National a be- that's Park, a excellent yeah and Newver- River Gorge. So there are lots of events in this area that we hope people mm-hmm. go to, and some of the things they'll be doing is walking tours, yoga clinics, health screenings for people, and we'll have the U.S. Public Health Service there, doctors and nurses doing health screenings. Um, we have oh, like blood pressure and blood pressure and and that sort of thing. And then we even have veterinarians who are on hand to provide health strains for your pet. Oh, nice. for so those of us. Healthy parks, oh. healthy pets. Nice. Um, cool. So, and, and some parks are actually closing select roadways for vehicles to give the full, as I said, full access to bikes That's and great. to pedestrians. So don't, don't, I know it might rain, you know, the weather, but don't let that deter you. You know, let be strong like those people in, in Washington State and Seattle. They go out in the rain. <laughs> they, well, it rains a lot there. Nice. <laughs> but it'll be a phenomenal day, and, and we look forward to seeing people out oh. there. Okay. Yeah. No, I've never heard of the parts of Shenandoah um, shutting down for, to cars. So that, that is quite a special on the, day. On the Skyline Drive? Yeah. I don't know which roads they'll, wow. they'll shut down, but you can look online. And online, anyone could go to the parks and look Park RX. Shenandoah, and you'll see it. Or Park RX, okay. Harper's Ferry. And you'll see the, all the activities and what time they start. And, you, know. you know, when they shut down uh, Rock Creek on the weekends, it just brings out the people and the and the walkers and the bikers. So I imagine Shando. I hope people take advantage of that. That's a 
I mean, maybe it happens more often, but I, I haven't I haven't heard of that happening. No, that's unusual. Yeah. Right. Wow. Okay. Last pitch for junior rangers, other than I'm going to sign up because apparently yeah, there just, is no uh, age limit. You know, <laughs> visit mps.gov slash kids and you'll find all our information about our national uh, program booklets. And um, if I can just say a th- uh, thank you to, to James and his volunteers, um, um, the I love the parks and... Um, well, you started as a volunteer, right? I started right? as a volunteer, uh, <laughs> as a backcountry laborer volunteer, and then I got hired. And uh, But, you know, funny enough, this girl that I was dating took me to uh, Great Falls. and uh, Here? Yeah, here, Great Falls. on our like, first unofficial uh-huh. date. And then she, I professed my love to her at, in the National Mall at, at night, because it's beautiful at night. Uh-huh. And uh, it was just gorgeous, the fountains. And uh, now that I know that the veterans were cleaning it, it, uh-huh. it means a lot. And uh, so thank you. Yeah, my uh, both my parents and then my sister and her husband got engaged at the Thomas Jefferson Memorial at night. You just can't beat that at night. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. So um, my sister and her and now husband um, sort of mimicked my parents, and uh, it's it's lovely the parks. So so you had the same romantic tie to the to the yeah, parks. It, it kind of just slipped. We were just walking, and it was so beautiful outside. I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, love and oh. <laughs> you're in that zen moment we were exactly, talking about earlier right thoughts got healthy. clear and you're like i want to yeah. i want to marry that's <laughs> awesome um i think we are about to wrap up I'm, I'm and um we've had a wonderful show and i hope um that everyone feels inspired i know i will to both be a junior ranger and to volunteer some of my time everyone has time they, and um you can find a few hours to um help out the park service they do so much good, both mentally and physically, for America. So uh, let's let's all give back and park RX. Celebrate it at your nearest park. Go online, figure out where you are, volunteer.gov. And then the Junior Rangers and the Web Rangers. Explore, learn, and protect. There yeah. you go. Um, and that's all the time we have for this show today. Thank you very much for joining us. Fed Talk is brought to you by the Federal Employment Law Firm, Ashaw, Bransford, and Roth. And I hope everyone has a great weekend. 